Hey, it's Mia. Hey, it's Kennedy. And this is Silver Lining with Omen K. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. We've been on our Zoom, y'all. Like, we have been consistent, wanting to talk to y'all. I was looking at our analytics, and again, we just thank you to all the Miami people. <laughs> Let me check the analytics right now so we're not forgetting all my all the other cities because I know that we have some cities. That we do have some cities. Listening to. Obviously, Houston. Thank you. We have a pretty big listening. Yeah, from Houston. I mean, yeah. we live in Houston, so it's valid. And no, the analytics, I love looking at them because I was like, how is somebody listening on an Apple Watch? But like that it makes sense. So funny. If you're listening right now on an Apple Watch, I hear you. We see you. <laughs> we thank you. Yeah, like you are not forgotten. You are not looked past. Yes. You're like, not anything. We are so thankful, honestly, for y'all sticking beside us. Um, let's see. Ashburn, Sugarland, Miami. Then we have downloads in Belgium, which I think is so cool. Hey Belgium. Hey Belgium. If you're listening, we appreciate you. San Jose, Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria. Then we also have Pompano Beach. I don't know where that is. I don't know where that is either. But we thank you. I'm Lawrence sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have Phoenix. Thank you, Phoenix College Station. Okay. A&M. We have Fort Lauderdale, New York. We got some. I'm just thankful, guys. Thank you. Right. Like, shout out we, to your city. Yes. Shout out to your city. <laughs> shout out to my city. Um, we thank each and every one of you guys for tapping in and listening every yes, single we week. We it. greatly appreciate it. We're about to get Jesus on y'all. We are about to get Jesus on y'all. Because what was Click it? A couple morning. episodes? One, two, three. Jesus. Three, two, one. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. No, but um, the I don't remember what episode it was, but we were like, not to get, you were like, not to get Jesus on y'all. Yeah. But like. We're, we're we're getting I jesus think, on y'all I today think that was the, our friendship episode it's like yeah not, not to get jesus on y'all yeah. all of a sudden but we're about to get jesus on y'all yeah we are 110 percent. it's been a little minute since our christianity episode wait was matthew our first yeah matthew was our first one and then we had one we with just us two with the with the second one right if y'all haven't listened to yeah if y'all haven't listened to either one of those go check it out um yeah. matthew is one of our friends that we had he, our friend matthew on the podcast yeah. i think Shout he out enjoyed matthew. being on it so we're gonna put him back on yeah and maybe i don't know we were talking to him about it service hours so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we do need yeah hours so how many hours do we get for that like three yeah i think so yeah i was like yeah planning recording yeah. editing posting maybe a little a more maybe like six mm-hmm and then, like, two extra because it's Matthew. Yes. We yeah. also have, I say it all the time, fun things coming, but I'm serious. We're so serious. Exciting things coming, especially, particularly, series coming out. Yes. That I, our first series coming out that I'm very excited about um, that are have to deal with our passions outside of the podcast. Obviously, um, our passions for careers and what we want to do and how we want to impact people. So, we're really excited for that those series to come out. It's going to be a series of, what, three episodes per passion. I don't want to expose it yet, but I would have my own series based off my passion, and Mia will have hers. And we're going to bring people in and interview them about passions related, like jobs related to passion. Does that make sense? We're yeah. giving too much away. Just tune in. Just Tap tune in. in. We have many things in the work coming. We yes. are planning things for the months to come. And yeah, those little sneak peek, listen to it. Yeah. You don't you have to be there. You don't want to miss it. Um currently watching Love Island still. Of course uh, I am. I love Love Island. If you're not watching Love Island, when I say Love Island, I say Love Island UK. UK. Yes. I've never watched US in my life and I'm not planning on it i'm I'm really not planning on it uk just really just want to eat for a proper chat yeah like i just i love, love it i just love love <sighs> island uk nothing beats it nothing tops it i'm sorry um hulu doesn't put out the episodes fast enough so i'm currently trying to get a vpn and change my location to england so that i can see what happened because it's like movie night you know how like movie night and like they like roll back clips of stuff that happened yeah I'm i know on that like about. before the episode and i need to see it yeah like i have to see it so 
when we're done recording, actually, I'm going to see if I can find it and see if I can watch this episode because Hulu takes two weeks for stuff to come out in the U.S. and it Oh sucks. my gosh. I, I don't even it's know that. I haven't watched it in a day. I think I haven't watched it in like a day or two. So I have... But I was actually binge watching it like every single time that I could watch it. I was watching it. It was actually kind of bad because there are like an hour each, guys. I was binging it and I'm like almost double where Mia is, which is crazy. Yeah, it's like I think I'm on episode 19. So that's like 19 hours. Yeah, Um, I'm on 37. That's 37 hours. (laughs) And that's sad to admit. No, it's 40 minutes. Okay. Okay. I'm rounding up. I'm sorry. Cut it in. So make it 30 34 hours slightly better of tv that's really bad why did you put it that way i'm sorry that makes us seem terrible yeah that's what i'm saying we can't but we like it this is one of our this is gonna be one of our passions right yeah and while i'm while (laughs) imagine like my passion was love island right three episodes about love island so funny no um i do it like i watch it while i'm doing my like college stuff and my school stuff even though it's summer this is not a no you can't this there's no there's no breaks there's no breaks no days off there's literally literally but (laughs) summer's like actually almost over no we're no no when y'all watching this when y'all watching hello listening when y'all are listening summer's over yeah, we'll be on vacation. It's literally August. Yeah, when y'all listen to this, we're actually on vacation. So thank you. Yeah, but it's very much needed. Like I haven't had a vacation all summer. I haven't like Me been. I, I haven't vibed, but for one second, nothing else. Yeah, I haven't done. It. I haven't. Vibed. We've done some fun stuff, but like not. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I don't want to sound like we're places. boring. Yeah. We're not boring, but yeah. we just we haven't been like, oh, let's take a break. And then, like, you enjoy, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm, I don't yeah. think I've had me like mm, take a break. college applications are over is when I can rest. But I feel like I'm also doing a lot now so that I can relax earlier. Yes. Because there are some people that, like, put it off and they do it within two weeks. What the heck? I mean, but that's also valid. Like, I don't procrastinate. Oh, I do procrastinate. That was a lie. I do procrastinate, but I'm saying I don't... I don't hate procrastinating sometimes because think about it that whoever did it in two weeks they had no stress until they were stressed so much finished it and then they felt so much better but if you think about it i like we can be stressed right now and then we when we apply when it's up application season we're not stressed at all well we're stressed a little bit but not as much as they are with nothing done no yeah no i'm not saying do it i'm not saying do it but i'm saying i'm like i'm not i'm not gonna do it (laughs) i'm not gonna do that but i'm saying like yourself up like that and we're both procrastinators but we understand the need. I just wait till the last. Not only yeah. wait till the last minute. Actually, okay, I haven't procrastinated all summer. I haven't procrastinated on any deadline, any application, any interview. I haven't procrastinated. I but haven't. during school, sometimes it is okay to start that project in the last two days. The first whole month of summer, I told myself, I really need to, like, start working on this stuff. Like, I really need to start working on this stuff. And I didn't do anything. And now I'm actually doing stuff this month. And so this month is just really, really busy. But that's good. See it as a break. a little bit slower. And I didn't do very much at all, actually. See it as a break. It was a break. June was was its own moment. I'm kind of liking July a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) I don't... June was... It wasn't bad, but it wasn't memorable. I don't think... I think I rate it like a... Six out of ten? Five out of ten? Mm. Six. Six, yeah. Six. Wasn't that great? July is, like, cracking up to be... It's it's promising. I feel like it's going to be, like, eight. Like, yeah, I'll think I'll give it, like, an eight. it's climbing up in the numbers. It is. Really I'm, like gonna, it. I'm excited about it. I'm should really we should we it. talk about Jesus now? Do y'all want to yeah. hear... Do y'all want to hear about it? Y'all want to get into it? Um, well, so... Can I tell you something before... Go you, ahead. Like, you go into your stuff. This is, like... This is like kind of funny, but it's not funny. So I, I was like, I've been wanted, I've been, I have wanted to be a doctor since I was little, right? But as I got closer to God, I was like, so scared that He was gonna make me like drop medicine and like my passion for medicine and literally force me to do like ministry. And I'm, and I like, I was literally talking to God, like, that's not what I want to do. That's not what I want to do. Like, don't make me. 
<laughs> you know what? That's kind of medicine in medicine. Hello? Medicine versus what's it called? Like spirituality. Is that what it is? Is that what they say? I, I, I don't think it's not that it's not conflicting to me. I think that there are things I can pray before someone's surgery. There yeah, are things that I, I can don't, do yeah. that are about that. But I'm just talking about his like calling for my life. Oh, like his like, plan. I was no, I get what you're terrifying, saying. Terrified that I was like gonna have to leave everything that I've like I don't wanna do anything else. Like I was terrified that he was gonna make me have to do it because I was like getting closer to him. And I saw a TikTok that was like not everybody has to be in ministry. Like, no, yeah. Not everybody But that's valid. that's valid in ministry not everybody has to like once they start talking to jesus have to go on mission mission trips and all that like he has something for everybody and everybody's different so he's called everyone to do something different but i was like scared that no second i i get that no i get that entirely because it's people that do do that and then it's also like people i don't know how to explain it when someone's like a pastor or something they're like oh like you're a better christian than me or you're a better like I don't know. It feels like like sometimes people will be like they since they do X, Y, Z, like they're better. They still sin. Yeah. Everybody still sins. But we had like I was talking to our pastor and I was like talking to him. He was like, oh, and he was talking to his wife and said, oh, we got a minister on our hands. I was like, don't say that. (laughs) Don't say that. Don't say that because you're going to send me into a spiral. Like, I don't want to do that. Funny. like i don't that's actually so funny that's not funny but it's funny. <laughs> no. i used to want to do that when i was younger like i wanted to do that so bad when i was younger you wanted to be a minister yeah really yes and i would i would set up all my stuffed animals like like oh, this and i would preach so to them though. yeah yeah i guess but, but i, I don't want to do it now but i was like is that a sign like please god like, I, don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to but also he'll redirect you if it's anything that you you know yeah if it's what he doesn't see you doing no 100 percent. so let me let me tell you what happened to me <clears throat> so we all know christian tiktok right yes we know it we love it maybe we don't sometimes yeah. i think that there's a lot of different sides to it i think there's like the like this guilting and like mm. shaming side mm. and i think there's like the uplifting and like the forgiving inviting and yes. like like genuine you know yeah and so i my 40 page started to become filled with like the shaming and the guilting and the everything and i felt like it started bringing me away from god because then it made it made god seem evil like it made what? god seem i promise you like i it made god seem like the like an and these angry are god yes these people are christians and it's not like they were telling me they were like they were saying like there's a hell specifically for lukewarm christians like you like this man pointed that. at the screen and was like you like you are going it's to the lukewarm and it's actually really scary like what are you doing why would you say that to me why would you say that to me did I you was... see the fourth of july stuff yes yes you're going i did too there was a lot of fourth of july stuff saying don't go outside don't do that i kid you not there was like it, but when i was seeing all this stuff it was like before then it was and I sinned like there was a sin that I that I committed and I wasn't happy about it okay I wasn't the most the most proud Christian what am I saying I wasn't the most proud anything you weren't the most happy about it right and that's it's okay it's okay it's okay now but it just made me even further away be like no I don't want to go to God I don't want to like I know I'm supposed to go and I'm supposed to repent and I'm supposed to ask for forgiveness immediately but I didn't do that and that made me feel even worse. Mm-hmm. The fact that I didn't go <laughs> and say sorry immediately, yeah. I felt even worse. Now I really don't want to go. Yeah. Now I really don't want to say anything because now I, I know you know. I experienced the same thing. Hmm? Oh my God. I said I experienced the same thing. Yeah. And you're like, I know you know. You're like, you just feel, and like, you almost feel ashamed to even be in his presence. Yeah. Which makes you want to cry. Like, exactly. You feel really, really bad about yourself. It does. But then at the same time, at that point is where god wants you the most exactly like that's where he wants you the most to realize what you've done and like who you are but then you realize that like if god had created shame then he wouldn't have anyone next to him right now you know what i mean yeah because if after you sin god wants you to feel shame and shame keeps you away from god what like that's counterproductive like right make any sense it doesn't so I think we just have to push past that because if the enemy is telling you be shameful for what you've done, be shameful. But then the Lord is telling you that I have died for your sins. 
I knew that you were going to do this and I still said you're worthy, I'm okay. Right. Exactly. And I feel like that's something that even though you may hear it, it's something that you need to come to believe. Yeah. And I feel like each and every person needs to come in to believe that because it's not easy. Like, it's not easy to be like, oh, I did this and I know that I did this. And because in our minds, it's like we do something wrong and people are going to be mad at us. You're gonna, they're going to be mad at you. You're going to have to for, like ask for forgiveness. Maybe they won't forgive you. Maybe mm-hmm. they will. Like it's we're in um like the the world transaction. Right. It's more of a transactional thing. But that's not how God's love is. Yeah. God is like everlasting. Like his love is not, like it's unconditional. Yeah. And I think that like during this, okay. Let me get into it. So I was feeling all of this, right? And I was like, this is terrible. And I was on TikTok again. Why? I don't know. And this girl came on my 40 page and she was saying, I hate how all of these people are coming on here and they're telling you that you're lukewarm and that you're going to hell and that you're do da da da. And she said, I hate that because it's scaring everybody. And also, if you read the Bible and she opened up her Bible and she starts reading it and she was saying like, in the Bible, it tells you to like say Jesus is your savior. Believe it with your heart. Say it with your, say it with your mouth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole thing. And she was reading another verse and saying, it says do this and you'll be saved. It doesn't say do this and that. It doesn't say do this and go. You know what I'm saying? And everything that people were saying, oh, you're not doing this. You're not doing this. You're not doing this. It, it didn't matter. Like that's not part of it. And now that's not saying this is, it's like counteractive. Okay. It's not your works on this earth matter but they don't they they don't matter in the sense that if somebody is a pastor but they truly in their heart their life isn't given to jesus then they're not going to heaven like you're not saved yeah you know what i'm saying yeah someone can oh go ahead sorry none of our works that we will ever do on earth will be enough to make jesus love you yes exactly Nothing that you do will ever make jesus be like oh well as long as you repent and you know show shame for your not show shame for your sins but show at least remorse for your sins you know what i mean not not being prideful in your sinning and right and being blasphemous and all of that stuff but um my point is nothing that you can do nothing that you no way that you can perform no the way that you can act will make god say wow okay you can't put on a show for god no you cannot god sees literally everything as you are who you are who you've been who you'll be he sees literally everything so you can't put your makeup on and go out out and be like hey and then go out go go back in and then take your makeup off and act the same he knows he knows he knows he's not he's not a uh a god that turns his head turns his back he's he's watching you he's alert he's here with us you know what i mean he's there's nothing that we can ever do and I think that's something that I had to realize because I'm a perfectionist and I also in a world that is so um built on validation you you think that oh I need this this is the way that I need to go to Jesus and talk to him and all this stuff to earn this and earn that and earn this but that's not the case it's you know not I mean? it's it's yeah. not that's not what he's asking for because God knew and God knows that anything that you do, nothing that you do can make God love you more. Absolutely. Reading your Bible is not going to make God love you more. God loves you so much unconditionally. That's why it's so mind blowing and amazing because how many people in this world try or vow to love you unconditionally and truly mean it when they say it, you can do anything and they'll still love you. God's love Nobody. is remarkable because of that. So because God's love is unconditional, I can do, I cannot read my Bible for one day and be okay. Fear mongering these people and saying that you're going to hell if you're doing this, you're going to hell if you're doing that. That's not creating a safe place for Christians to talk about Jesus and be comfortable in their walks with Jesus. Yeah. And that was something that I wanted to bring up. You know, even us being honest with our walks with Jesus help others. It helps others. You know what I mean? When we're honest, because, you know, one, you feel like you're not alone. And then two, you feel like maybe what the devil is trying to tell you that you're not a Christian anymore, that none of them struggle like this. Right. Yes, they do. The the, the denemy, 
the enemy, enemy. okay that's kind of cute no <laughs> the enemy <laughs> will use use your isolation use your situation to turn it against you yeah so when you have a united community that's when you can really say stick it to him and be like uh-uh Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you can't get us because we know like we know that it's okay we know that god still loves us the, no matter how many times the yeah. devil tries to, oh, can we not say devil today did enemy. i say it wrong i feel like i said drevel devil enemy no many times that the the devil tells you that he doesn't love you anymore or that you're not good enough you are good enough and this is what i literally started crying guys like i'm being so honest like when i thought about this i you always hear you're good enough for god you're worthy regardless but i feel like i really understood it because you're god is everything that you need god is everything that i need god is everything that kennedy needs yeah but god like god wants you like what does he want you yeah you right now that's what god wants yeah that's what he needs now that's like we're uh i like cry too because it's just so beautiful like it's honestly is like it just makes me so emotional how like he wants you out of this whole world right you he wants you and he wants you to know him and this is what this is what really got me quite honestly you are good enough yeah you have always been good enough and you will always be good enough and I literally like my mind just got blown because I feel like I started stressing so much about every single thing that I did. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what, what if God doesn't want me to do this? What if God doesn't want me to do this? Like not even things that are that I know that are a sin, just little decisions. And I was like, I don't know, like I don't want to turn away from him. I don't want to lose like like, you know what I'm saying? Like every single thought that you could have just stressing about it. But I will always be good enough for God's love yeah. and God will always love me. So I don't have to stress over every single thing yeah. that I do. And it's like, it's okay. And you, we are saved by grace, not by works. Mm-hmm. And I just, it just made me feel so much better. Yeah. After seeing all of those TikToks, after being like, oh my gosh, I can't go to God. Like, please don't look at me. Like, you know exactly what I did. Like, but he knew I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. He knew I was going to do that before I did it. And he still loves me. And that was like one of the things, like it's called legalism, like, performing and trying to do something to cause god to act or trying to do something to make god happier with you like it it doesn't work it it doesn't work because then that's not it's not authentic it's not genuine god wants to wants you to seek him genuinely and authentically and as you are you know what i mean coming to you in a genuine relationship but when you're so worried about something else, you're not you're looking past the actual beauty that is Jesus. Like you're looking past the kind of the kind of character that God has, that Jesus has, that the Holy Spirit will give you. You're looking past all of these things. And I think um, another thing that I learned was praying from a point of neutrality instead of praying for my own outcome because i think a a part of that a part of that praying for what you want is praying for your own outcome praying for what you want to happen but pray for all outcomes if someone is asking for prayers pray that god works in their life not necessarily don't pray for healing or you get what i'm saying i'm saying pray from a point of neutrality for your situation for someone else's situation if this is for me if this is not for me you know pray for both outcomes because either one could happen yeah our our way is likely not likely but a lot of times not what god exactly has for you you know what i mean yeah and so this summer i have been on like i think a roller coaster ride with god not a roller coaster ride, but just the, just growing a lot, which is what I prayed for. Um, and yeah, so by this point, I've ran it dead in the ground. I've deleted Instagram, and so I like I journal in my notes and stuff about like how I feel and all of that. And so I was like not happy with deleting it. Like I did it. I missed it so much for the first few days. And then I was actually happy about it and I felt like I could focus on my priorities like God and and school and my family and all that stuff instead of just focusing on social media. Um, But it was like with this, I expected my expectation of this was like, oh, my God, I'm going to delete Instagram and 
summer and I'm just gonna like be able to wake up in the morning and just hear God all the time and and open my Bible and read and all of that stuff and see God and hear God and feel God and and he's just gonna do these amazing works in my life and that's not it like that is not like whatever was I was advertised whatever I created in my head is not what God said is is not what he had planned my plan my vision was very different from his vision but I'm grateful for it all the more because I think through the hardness the hardships and the wilderness season I've been able to grow probably more than if I could hear him all the time and if I could feel him all the time and if I was so devoted and all this you know what I mean yeah so um, he knows what you need right right so when you, even saying, when you don't know what you mm-hmm. need yeah so I was saying I feel like I can't see or hear God I don't feel his presence I know it's not gonna be this way forever I think I felt like when I deleted the most social media and focused on myself this summer that God would come along the ride and I feel him the whole time but that's a bit far from the truth <laughs> and I was like yes I'm sad yes I'm lonely yes well yes I'm confused yes sometimes I feel lonely but I'm doing it with God and there's no one I'd rather have in my corner and that's I feel like I definitely got closer with him um just having like a genuine relationship with him and knowing about his character I think you like truly fall in love with like who Jesus is when you learn about his works and the kindness that God really instills in people's lives and his character how how kind he is and you know that comes from reading the Bible that but that also comes from him just working in your life you know what I mean right um and so I was saying um I so then this was like June 9th and I was like um I just like want to sign that something's coming or I'm just gonna ask God to take the desire out of my heart until it's time honestly and I was like I feel like I'm just really feeling it today because I was just like up and down with emotions like I didn't want to read my bible but I was also just like frustrated and angry in like this weird emotion and I feel like it was also because I created an expectation in my head of what God was gonna do and when he was gonna move and he never told me that honestly (laughs) it was it was like these prophetic words where people are saying oh your time is coming oh what you've prayed for you're about to reap in and god's about to bless your life and this and this and that and they kept coming up so i was like wow it's time it's time no it's not like no it's not and and i was i was like expecting this and i was like hello like where is it like hello like you've been telling me all this stuff through tiktok no he hasn't no and that's I just you just have to be very very careful with what you listen to. Yes, go to God as your source because He's like I never said that. Like or literally, maybe it was meant yeah. for somebody else, and it came up on my for you page. This is not something that was like directly meant for me. Um, and so I was like in this like weird funk of like being frustrated over something that He didn't even tell me that He was gonna do. Because if He says He's gonna do it, He's gonna do it right and And i tiktok will do that to you because not every single message on there is for you like not every single thing does apply to you in the moment and it'll make you think that it does but yeah mm -mm. and so i was just like going through it in june but i was i saw this tiktok after that whole wilderness season and it was saying like how like um when you're lost in the darkness look for the light i don't know if you heard that sound but and it was like a Bible verse and it, I just like went into it and started reading it and started like talking to him and it just really like generalized my whole relationship with him and talking to him and all of that. And I was like, how can we understand the vibrancy of God's light if we've never met the darkness? Like, how can we, how can we, how, it's like you don't understand a good thing until it's gone. How can I know how vibrant and how life fulfilling and how renewing however lasting god's light is if i don't know the darkness right if i've never met that before if i've never seen it before how is he gonna show me that he's what i need you know what i mean yeah like how do you know like uh, sunny days and rainy days like if everything every day was good perfect weather Mm -hmm. can i talk everything (laughs) was good perfect weather then you wouldn't be grateful when it came around like and so through this like I just had this idea like, oh, this is like my waiting season, da 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 and I'm gonna be blessed after this. And I feel like a lot of people, especially Christians, no matter what you're waiting for, the waiting season is very frustrating and it's like kind of a season you just wanna get over with. Like, ugh, like 
I'm waiting for a job. I'm waiting for a car. I'm waiting for a husband. I'm waiting for, like, money. I'm waiting for a house. Like, all these things that you could possibly be waiting for. I'm waiting for a new organ. I don't know. All of this stuff that you could be possibly waiting for. Sometimes it's so frustrating and it takes a lot out of you but in that you also learn so much about yourself and so much about jesus and that's what i realized i saw a tiktok sometimes tiktoks are so helpful but sometimes they're so detrimental and that's why you just have to be careful keep your wits about you pray about discernment and all that but i saw a tiktok and i was like instead of being upset for the season that god's put you in thank him for it and so that like changed my whole trajectory trajectory i said that right yeah <laughs> about how <laughs> yeah, you did about how i felt about this whole situation i was like whoa thank you for like putting me through this this doesn't have to be like a doomsday kind of thing i don't have to dread this situ- like this season i can be so happy that i'm in it and so this is what i wrote after i realized that and I was like, there's such beauty in the season. Thank you, God. In the moments you're angry, frustrated, discontent, and even angry holds so much power. Every season created by Jesus Christ is one that holds so much beauty. I get unsolicited, unlimited, unrestricted time with my life source, my, with my safe place, my light, my savior. Like I literally just get to chill with him, the creator of the universe, while he works in me and through me for a blessing of as for. It's a win-win situation across the board. And I was like, I'm starting to savor the season. Um, and I said that God is the origin in my in of love and in life I have it. This season is so intentional and important. Yeah, it is. And I and I feel like this is something that like a lot of people like praying for something and you feel like it's not coming. And I remember I was giving advice to one of my friends because like they're really upset that they were like I feel like I'm doing everything right and all this stuff, but that's not how it works. Yeah. Like that's not how it works. And so I I I was like, how about Instead of praying for anything that you want, thank God. Every time that you pray, just thank God. Don't ask him. Don't ask him for absolutely anything. Because I think that when I, like, I always felt bad. Like, I don't know why I always felt this way, but I feel like I always, like, felt bad. Because I was like, imagine everybody's asking you for something. Like, uh, God, I feel like everybody's asking God for something. Everybody's like, God, do this. God, do this. God, do this. And I was like, okay, but God's done so much for me and I haven't even asked yet. I haven't even asked for him to do anything but he's already done all these things so then i was like i'm just gonna start thanking god and so when i do ask for something like and i thank god first i always thank god first and then if i need i'm like hey i have this exam coming up you know i need you on this like please like please help me in everything right and um like the my friend like he came back to me and he was like that actually really helped me because Mm -hmm. instead of seeing it as like oh I'm doing this I'm doing this in like transaction and I'm I'm I don't know why God's not giving me this God doesn't owe you that like I don't know like God doesn't have to give you anything so thank him for what you do have like he doesn't I don't know like try thanking God if you feel like you're in a waiting period what Kennedy said start being grateful for that thank him for the season thank him for every single thing because quite honestly your situation you're blessed regardless of it like you're blessed there's something that a blessing that god has put in your life there are things that you have never had to pray for in your life right things that things that things that people have and he and you are in a position to where you have never had to come on your knees and ask him for right never not once there are things that we have prayed for there are prayers there are things that god has worked in our life where we and we were in a point of danger and we didn't even know it at all like maybe you he, left two minutes later and yeah. you were like mad that you woke up late, yeah. but that saved you from yeah. getting in a car accident. Yep. Like little stuff like that. God is always working in your life. And even when it feels like he's not, he is. And maybe ask for that reassurance. Like if you're going to ask for reassurance that he is working in your life and maybe what you want isn't necessarily, it's not time yet because also God knows that maybe if he gives you that, you're going to stop coming to him. If you only go to God about one thing, he yeah. knows that the moment that he gets to you, you're gone. Mm-hmm. So he oh i saw this thing it was like god will remove whatever distraction you have if you're getting distracted from him he will remove that and so even if you think it's something good if you aren't focused on god and whatever that thing is girl it's gonna have to go yeah this is um the story that i wanted to like share um because i was re i was reading because 
I was ordering a new Bible, right? And so there's like a parallel Bible. If anybody knows what that is, it has like all four translations in it. And so you can read like each and every page is like, like this translation, this trend, Kim's James. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's that different thing. So I was figuring out which one I wanted. And this, this, I don't have struggled with this anymore, but I feel like when I was younger, I used to I not understand why God left bad in the world. I was like, if God is so powerful, why doesn't he just kill Satan? Like, huh? That doesn't make sense. Why doesn't he, why don't you just take Satan out? Why don't you just get rid of sin? Why don't you get rid of pain? If there's no pain in heaven, like, I don't understand why you can't just do that now. Why don't we all just get saved now? Like, I feel like I had so many things where I was like, I don't understand this. And so if you have your Bible, like go read like the parable of the weeds or whatever it's called. And that that's what it was in the new international version. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of like explain a little bit. Basically, it was saying like, it was a story that Jesus was telling. And he was saying that earth is like the kingdom of heaven. Like, I mean, the kingdom of heaven is like a farm. And so the farmer like sows wheat into the farm and everybody goes to sleep. And then overnight, the devil or the enemy, that's how I refer to the enemy comes and puts oh, weeds. This part. Yeah, puts weeds in everything. Mm-hmm. And so then they wake up and they're like, hey, like what? What the heck? Like the slaves, slaves? No. But you know, what I'm the slaves were like, what the heck? Why are there? Why are there weeds in here? Like, get this up out. And so they're like, Jesus, like, you want us to get rid of it? And Jesus was like, no, nah, don't do that. Like, don't do that yet. Because he didn't, he was saying that if you pull out the, those weeds, it might hurt the wheat. And so he doesn't want to do that. He's like, oh, leave it in there. And when they all grow, like, let it, let it grow together. And when the time comes, I'm going to take all the weeds and I'm going to put them together and burn it. And I was like, hmm. So I read this four different times. And I was like, you know what? God is the farmer. We are the wheat and sin and evilness and, and pain and like everything bad, death and all of that is the weeds. And some people, the way that weeds and wheat intertwine, like sometimes the wheat ends up depending on the weeds. And so God loves us so much that he's not going to pick up the weeds and might take some of us out. He loves us so much that he's like, fine, I'll let it stay. I'll let it stay. I'll let you grow with those weeds so I don't take you out and I can still save you. Like God wants to save you. He wants to save you. He wants you to be part of his kingdom so much that he's letting this bad stuff stay. I just thought that was beautiful. That is beautiful. It is beautiful. That's so beautiful. We love God. Okay, let's talk about sinning, okay? The bad word, the S word. S word? Sinning. Sinning is... I'm scared it's we are literally born in sin yeah um no christian hasn't sinned if you think that you have it then you have um i mean you did you lie when you were three years old yeah (laughs) you told your parents you didn't eat those cookies but you know you did you sinned one sin fun fact not fun fact but like one (laughs) sin that people don't often realize that they have is the sin of pride um not thinking that you're that's not what no it's not thinking that you're better than god thinking this thinking that it could be thinking that you're better than other people Thinking that you are above others in a certain kind of way. Thinking that you could never do this in a way that that someone else has. Or j- judging others. Gossiping yeah. with others. I was like, oh, like, why do people do this? And then I realized that that's pride. It comes from pride in your ego, in your, in your desires, in yourself. And so, um, with sinning, obviously, there being sinning with like physically and then sinning um just verbally talking and stuff um but i saw a tiktok and it was saying it's so it seems like we get everything from tiktok we don't i read the bible guys right like I'm just saying as like mentioning a lot of times tiktok and will like send me to the bible or tiktok will affirm something that i saw in the bible like, or it'll it make just, you think of like a new perspective or right, something like that right yeah. Uh, in christianity which i think is so helpful to have like an online community of that like i'm so grateful for but that. don't listen don't listen to everything but not everything yeah like we love it but we love only one side yeah. the inviting forgiving yeah. uplifting side you just have to take the there you know there's a few bad apples in there and you just have to take that with it <laughs> but um he was saying that the body is the only thing that doesn't stay with us. Yeah. When you bury someone, you bury their body, but their their soul, their spirit, it goes to heaven or right. to hell. And so, b- 
because the flesh won't stay because they know that their time is finite because they know that they could they are going to be left behind they're going to cause your spirit to weaken they're going to try anything in their power to hold on to things in the world and weaken the the mind the strength of your spirit because the flesh wants to leave your body it will try and weaken the spirit taint the spirit into doing things that you don't want to right and so i had actually seen this before i had even sinned and it was like and it was a verse and it i probably saw this um because i because god forewarned what was gonna happen but it was just talking about never no it they have a saying right where you don't you don't um run from sin you flee from sin yeah you run from it because it's one it's that sin that if you invite it will fester and like spread like wildfire in your mind and in your heart it's not something where you can invite um this or that or or try and try this one little thing or try this or that you cut it all out that's why um a lot of times Christians frown upon going up to the boundary of waiting till marriage. You know what I mean? Because when you invite that stuff into your heart, it makes it that much harder for you to let go right. if you're already there. Yeah. If you're already there, why can't we do this? God is planting, I mean, the devil is planting seeds in your mind of these little things. It starts It starts off so small. It's like, no, that's not bad. No, 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 it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not crossing a line. Technically not a sin. Maybe a loophole. Maybe this, maybe that. That's where yeah. we have to be the most careful where we're that that little gray area because that's where it's almost like quicksand where the devil will pull you under be like ah you're mine now no no so what it was saying was whenever you rely on your own willpower to keep yourself from sin while putting yourself in an environment where you're very capable of sinning that's when you've lost Mm. okay so like i said it's like quicksand the devil wants to pull you down in this sin and it's so fast it's so easy that's why you have to flee like you literally have to run i'm not joking guys run from this sin because thinking that you are able to do it by yourself is the first mistake yeah no you can't battle sin you can't battle lust like cannot especially lust you can't battle lust. it's just not something that that you can do by yourself we like we can only do so much we aren't god um, and so one of the, that verse, let me find it. That verse, um, is Romans three and Romans chapter three, verse 23 and Ephesians chapter four, verse 27. And that is what I would like wanted to talk about at the end is just like sinning, um, being about sin the devil won't find so many places to take it away from us mm-hmm. not take it away from us but weaponize the community that we build and that maybe th- not even that community but that loneliness that we feel yeah um and so i wrote like after i had sinned i was like the sheer emptiness that you feel after you sin like there's literally nothing like it and it's crazy how god i mean the devil they're not interchangeable no not <laughs> it's crazy all. how the devil will make you forget forget that that's how you felt and make you do it again like it's honestly crazy like it's crazy how the how quickly the devil will make you forget god's grace how quickly the the devil will make you forget how much you're loved how what god doesn't want you to do and make you feel like your flesh has this like almost like almost like you have to do it or not even like you have to do it but like what's the harm yeah there's, like there's what's no, wrong with it you should just do right. it right there's there's just no God issue forgive with it. you. it's something that's so little like yeah um that that it doesn't it's not that big of a deal if you do this or i if if i sin i can go back to god those all these dangerous tactics yeah it's just insane how god i mean that insane okay. how the devil yes. y'all it's been a long day insane how the devil makes you feel that way and so, um, I was just saying, like, he's so good. Like, he's still so good. And he still loves us so much. And I was just thinking, there's this trend on TikTok. Ooh. Y'all are could just... Count, somebody do it. How many times have you said TikTok count, please? <sighs> it's bad. It's it's not good. It's bad. But it's also good. Because yes. I'm mentioning things that build on to other things and using it as reference. So, take it. 
this TikTok thing with a grain of salt. Okay, I have my own relationship with God. I'm not. A, I don't have a TikTok relationship with God. I, I know God. That's um, so. Oh my gosh. We. I have to talk about. Okay, finish what you're saying, and then I have something to say. Okay. And so I was saying it was that like trend where it's like oh like when you're like when you get to heaven who are you running to and they would like mention like their family member that a dog that's like passed away like just things that like are really important to them yeah and then i saw a video that was like i'm running to jesus and i feel like as i got closer to him that became my answer um and i have people there that i i really would love to meet but there's nothing above jesus jesus right and and i think realizing also that jesus loves you more than your parents do jesus more loves you more than you can love somebody else um that really helps you understand the scope of his love but me and god have been through so much (laughs) we have been through through stuff and back like we have been through it through the ring and so i think that would like he would literally be the first person that i run to and i'd probably be crying because wow like you know thank what I mean? you yeah. yeah wow thank you wow you're here wow i get to meet you like yeah and i feel like also at this point you begin to want heaven more than you want the earth i think the first time as a christian that i woke up and i was like i don't like not that i don't want to be on earth anymore in like a sad way but if i had the choice like I'm okay with going because that is where I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be in this world, you know, obviously I still want a family. I still want to grow up. I still want a career. I still want all these things. I want to see my family, but no pain, no depression, no anger, no bitterness, no sin, no nothing. None of this pain, none of the bitterness, none of the tears, none of the pain, none of the, the arguing, the anger, any of it is in heaven. And how beautiful of a place is that rather than the world? Why would you want to be in the world? Yeah. War. Why would you not want to be with Jesus? Right. And I used, to, I used to be like, oh, no, like, I want to wait. And I, you know what, sometimes, because you know how they'd be like, oh, we're living in the end times. Like, I know everybody sees stuff that says we're living in the end times. Like, Oh. Did God tell you that? And literally, because that's what these people on TikTok are saying to us. Guys. Yeah, and so I don't that's like That's what they're they saying all. to me. And it's a lot of it's a lot of things but um i used to be like oh my gosh i haven't even been able to do this or able to do that and it made me really sad because i was thinking about it and i was like oh but then at the same time it's like why would i not want to be with jesus yeah. like what like, like with the creator i Earth. want that more than anything else right literally more than anything else so it doesn't matter right but what i was saying is that i feel like sometimes or lately christianity is starting it's like this might sound really bad because guys there's nothing wrong like i want everybody to get closer to god i want everyone to know god i want to spread the word of god but i feel like there's a part of it that that people act like it's a trend and people act like it's like an aesthetic yeah and like people are cross necklaces all the time yeah as an aesthetic and i think christianity is the first religion to be disrespected rather than islam judaism yes uh, every other religion it's become a laughing stock in media yeah i think that that is i think it's really telling honestly honestly how far the world and media goes to to cancel god and put god out but god's like i'm still here literally i'm still here like it's literally i sorry i heard in in people's contracts like in entertainment contracts they can't mention jesus but they can say god so like when they accept that like i thank god what what god who's god like mm. entertainment wants to er- like complete erasure of of christianity from me from anything yeah that's that it is telling it honestly is telling like i don't because why would you get rid of something that why like think about it why i was um in like comments and social media there's this girl who's saying like this person was saying like jesus loves you and all that they're like stop pushing your stuff on me like da 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 like just being so angry and i feel like now <laughs> i'm at a point where i can That's see no <laughs> now i feel like i'm at a point where i can see like why are you so angry about I don't, something yeah. that was so kind and so nice what <laughs> ask yourself no, no no i'm serious ask yourself why you're so angry about something like that because there's probably this is like really there's jesus a good, y'all there's a good there's reason probably 
the enemy working in you to hate god this much why do you hate him so much yeah there has to be a reason behind it there has to be someone behind it how did this start how did this happen and and i i recognize people who are in the church and who've had hurts by the church um the church hasn't accepted you or been kind to you in the way that jesus has and jesus is supposed to but i'm saying just in general having this just this dislike this um hatred for christianity and for god if if there's no legitimate reason behind it why ask yourself why i think the like if the reason isn't i a direct thing well you know what i feel like it's the enemy like genuinely putting this fear and this hatred in your heart for something that you don't yeah because i was gonna say the only time that i've been like okay that's kind of valid is when someone like you said like hurt by the church and just like believers yeah but at the same time that's them yeah that's not jesus yeah that's not god yeah and so that quote we are the only Bible." like sometimes we are the only bible that someone will ever read is so important for christians not to have pressure on you but to realize that we should be role models for the walking world and this is why also being lukewarm doesn't work because how do you proclaim that you're a christian but do the same thing as as someone who's not free as someone who is an unbeliever you know what i mean we are supposed to be examples we are supposed to be set apart we are supposed to be different and that's also what encourages me when i don't want to give something up or when i don't or or when i want to do something that i'm not called to do or that i'm not supposed to do or god has literally or the holy spirit has literally said wait or has literally said don't do that or has literally said this is not this is not where you're supposed to be this is not what you're supposed to be doing because we are called to be different we are called to be different people because if someone was ever in the position that they didn't know god and they were in a situation the lord could say i'm bringing you to her because you are a reflection of jesus christ you have jesus christ in you we all do yeah and y- you can see that it's apparent we may be the only bible that someone will ever read so make sure that it is one that is definitive and depictive of the actual bible amen like don't she preaching i am she's really like preaching. it took me a little minute because i know i know i've been kind of been chilling this episode but i'm serious make sure that it is reflective of what the actual Bible is. And I think that's how people get hurt by the church because they think that the actions of someone who proclaims to know Jesus yes. is, is what the Bible actually is. And it's not. And yeah, that's what I was saying. I was that's why I was like, oh, OK, like I can understand this situation. But you have to separate that. Yeah, you have to separate the followers yeah. of Jesus from Jesus. Right. And that's, that's also religion and relationship are so important to discern because religion is the body of the church and it's important very important but the relationship with god is what god wanted more god didn't ask for religion he asked for a relationship with you right so don't be so focused on your contributions to the church and what you're doing that's important yes but he wants to know you more than that he would have you put down the stuff in the church before he would have you put down your relationship with him that's always going to come first to him and so that should always be coming first to you in regards to religion over relationship and when you actually are in true relationship with him and treat him like your friend you talk to him then you really understand how his character like i was talking about if you're thinking oh i don't know his character i've never met him before i've never talked to him before that used to be me i did not know what god was saying i've i've i had never heard god speak to me i had never heard the holy spirit talk to me um until i was saved um and also i think that sometimes we have things in our lives that prevents us from hearing the word of god sometimes we can make our lives as a whisper because he's right next to us he's ready to be here ready to listen to us and he's whispering to us like he's saying like (laughs) and you're like huh but then but then someone else calls your name you're like oh yeah, yeah yeah and then you walk the other way and he's still here trying to tell you the things that he said he's been saying and then you turn around late at night when you have time and you're about to fall asleep and you say oh god didn't talk to me today yes he did we have to make time for god to speak to us and for us to listen to him we have to create those quiet moments in our day 
It doesn't have to be an hour. It could be 10 minutes where you just give God your un- in uninterrupted time. That's my best advice. Give him time. Let him, he will, God right now, he will always honor it. He will never be like, oh, well, it's so valuable to him yeah. for him to teach you the things and for you to lay down the things of the world, which he knows is distracting, and say, hey, I'm here to talk to you, to learn more about you, to learn more about who you are, God. And that's He will always honor that. I always, it's so important to me to talk to God throughout the day rather than me just talking like praying at night or right right before i go to sleep because your relationship with god is what you make it right like if you make your relationship with god you praying and saying oh thank you for this day good night you know go to sleep like then that's what it's going to be so then whenever you are praying to him about something else that's not your relationship with him yeah i saw um something that was saying like oh if you keep praying to god asking him in only times of need how is he going to know you in times that you're not like, if you only go to him for one certain thing, he's not going to know you anywhere else. And I, and he wants to know you. That's that's the kicker. That's the thing. He wants to know you. That's why the waiting season was so beautiful to me once I realized it. It's God is literally saying, hey, can we sit down for a minute? I want to know th- some things about you. Like, God is literally saying, hey, can we sit ba- down? Because I want to teach you a few things before I, like, let you go to this next step. Yeah. He wants time with you. He wants he's how beautiful is it that the creator of the earth just said hey can i get a little bit more time hey i want to know you just a little bit more before you do this right that's so beautiful to me hey like if and if someone did that to you who was a human person you would think that that was beautiful you would you'd be like wow like wow that's so kind that's so sweet that's what jesus is doing for us in these waiting seasons yeah so although it can be so hard and so tempting and so uh it's a lot of things it can also be so beautiful because of what the the time literally just you and him. That's so beautiful. It is. And also, whenever people are, if you're just praying to God about, like, you, in your times of need. I don't know. Like, think about that. Imagine if somebody only called you when they needed something. Imagine if you had a friend that only called you that was like, hey, can I have $20? And then you gave them $20 and then they hung up the phone. Yeah. God doesn't want that. Like, if you're only going to the times of need, he's, I promise you, he's not going to give it to you. Right. Like, that's not what's going to happen. You you have to seek a relationship for God, right. with God for yourself. Yeah. Like, not because somebody told you to, not because someone's like, oh, you should. No, you have to want it for yourself. And me and Kennedy, we both went through the journey, like she said, when she was saved. Right. And we, okay, yeah, like, we know God. No, we didn't really know God. Yeah. We had to want the relationship for ourselves yeah. and go get it like we had to talk to god we had to seek god we had yeah. to read i had Bibles. to be waking up <laughs> like i had to literally it be shown in my face everything had to be taken away away from me for me to realize yes. that god is everlasting when, and when things are distracting you from god he will remove them right like he will remove that he wants you to be like hey look at me hey okay you're like over there yeah okay bye like he's going to keep getting rid of every single almost thing like you, you know those him. games where you like where you like slap down like the little like yes the like little, the like, gopher a little yeah the mole yes. and he's like he's like nope 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 nope, nope, nope you nope, keep nope. opening these things and you keep getting upset that you're not feeling fulfilled but you're not going to the source you're not going to the source so when you can have that life when he knows that Ooh, you can we're handle now. it right when he knows that you can handle all these things yo we move locations i think we need to be a little bit uncomfortable for us to get through it Facts. <laughs> we're too uncomfortable but when you when you, you can handle all of these things he'll give it to you right when he, you can balance that and you can still go to him when you can still put him first and not prioritize and idealize whatever it is that you want and you right. keep asking him for right then you, you Literally. can exactly if the only reason that you go to god is for money God's never going to give you no place you in a place place you in a place <laughs> of wealth because then you're here not going to him. You're not. If that's the only thing that he's holding on to, if that's the only avenue that you're going to give him, then he's going to keep using it every time. And the same with the devil. If mm. the devil, Amen. if you are using something that you won't give up, if there's something that you won't give up, I promise you. And he and is the, getting to He you. is using it right there. Just come even if time. it's not necessarily not necessarily that bad, but God has like kind of like placed a little like a warning like a warning sign in your heart that doesn't make you feel so good about it when you do it, yeah. when you read it, when you when you watch it. And then think about how the devil is going to use that the thing that you can't give up cuz he's going to be like, "Oh, wait, this thing has a hold on her. Let me use that to d- wreak havoc in her life. Yeah, and distract her from God. 
And like, this is why God literally wants wants us to do things. And I think I had to realize also that me making my own decisions outside of God is and not choosing what God wants to do is not because God is God is a dictator and God you do what God says. It's because he loves us. Yeah. He knows what's best for you. Right. He knows what And so I made this decision and I was kind of going through it, but I was feeling so convicted about it. Like, you know what I'm talking about? I was feeling so convicted about it and God had told me to wait and I was not listening. And I was like, how like you're trying like to get a kid to go somewhere and then they're like stuck and they're like stepping their feet like, oh, I don't want to go there. Yeah. That's how I felt like God was like telling me, come over here. And I was sticking my feet in the ground because I was being stubborn. I thought I knew it was better. Um, and so the outcome wasn't what I wanted and I wasn't happy about it. And in God gave me a vision where he was visibly upset about the way that this turned out for me. Not that he was boasting or he was gloating or he was happy like someone in the world would be if, if like, and I told you so a moment, almost, you know, the way that God loves again is different. If someone, if I had done the same thing to someone, they'd be like, oh, I told you so. (laughs) <laughs> even my parent maybe they would yeah. they would be like oh i didn't want this i told you that this would happen you know what i mean yeah um and so the way that god loves us he's like dang like i didn't want that to happen for you like he's visibly upset at this outcome too he doesn't want me to be upset he's not gloating and happy that i know that that god is better now i do yeah but it took this to get there and and he doesn't want that for us like yeah. he's visibly upset when this outcome that, that i chose this way for myself right and he genuinely cares about our emotions and how we feel and wants to care for us and i think that tenderness is something that i love so much about jesus i love it too and the last thing that i was gonna say is that like to touch on like the the prayers and everything um god and like jesus can hear your prayers the devil can too and Mm -hmm. i think this is something to really know and pray for discernment and all of that because okay he's like oh oh she 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 said she's asking for this yeah yeah she's needing this she needs this oh here you go yeah and it's 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 gonna be the worst thing ever exactly yeah like that's not from god yeah at all and it's gonna seem like it's gonna be like oh wait god you gave what i wanted yeah no 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 so really pray for discernment guys open your bible i hope that this episode really inspired you guys yeah or answered some things that maybe you were thinking about maybe you were questioning god will honor your time that's my silver lining god will honor your time so if you don't even know if you've been away from god for so long if you've never known god before if if you have just never been exposed to it and you want to know or you felt like you have done something so wrong and you're so far gone now you're not you're not god will honor your time give him your time my silver lining for today um is that you will always be good enough. I think that this is something that I was personally really, really struggling with. And I felt like I wasn't good enough for God's love because of how, like, how great it is and how, like, you can't even imagine. You can't even imagine. Like, you hear about it, you read about it, but you can't even imagine. Our brains can't even put together how much God really loves us right. and how strong it's his love is for that's us. That's what makes me cry. Like, I know. Like, and um so if you are or you were like me and you were struggling and you're like oh I don't want to ruin this relationship I've just started getting closer and I've just been doing this and that and I just want to stay close to him and I want him to still love me he's always going to love you and you will always be good enough and deserving of his love there's absolutely I mean except like the mark of the beast but that's another point there's nothing (laughs) you can do (laughs) that will will separate his love from you so you can't do something the devil will try and make you seem like ever and yeah and he doesn't love you anymore there's nothing that you can do literally nothing that you can do like god will be like i'm still here yeah like hello i'm still here like hello last silver lining um like your your works on this earth focus on your heart focus on your heart obviously if you love jesus and you it will show it will show in your works and you will sin less i'm not we're not saying sin we're not saying sinning is okay we're not saying that the god's gonna forgive you but god knows that sinning is happening like he he yeah it's it's just you will if you love jesus in your heart you will try to sin less you will try to be more like him you'll try to imitate him you'll try to imitate his love and all of those things yeah i would say um ask to know god yeah 
um have prayers where you just thank god please um have prayers where you genuinely ask god questions i say include god in your day like yeah. god is like recording this podcast with us right now like, how yeah, you like feel? hey talk to him talk to him like you would a friend because he knows how you feel and how everything is going on so don't don't um uh bake it up in this in this like professional way in this yeah in this nice way where you have to talk to god in this formal way you don't you know he, what? he knows the way that you are and how personal you are and he wants to know that part of you because he wants to know you yeah and i feel like um guys we're gonna end the episode i swear but like i feel <laughs> like this is exactly like i see people being like oh this is how you pray and i was like no actually i'm not going to do that yeah. because that's not how i pray that's not how my relationship with god is that right. maybe yours that may be theirs and maybe right. yours is formal and ours isn't but to me, I talk to God at any point in time. God, I feel like God, he already knows my thoughts, but like he knows the situation and right. I've talked to him about it. And then I'd be like, God, like <laughs> I really will talk to him like he's my best friend. And, yeah. But I mean, he's my father, you know, but I, I will talk to him like that because right. that's how I want my relationship to be. And I know that he's loving. God is not evil. God is good. Yeah. God is good. Goodness is God. God is love. God is. you. But just, I would just say, on. yeah, like ask to know God, because I think that's when your whole relationship with god that your view on christianity your view on who god is is when you know his character start reading his acts in the bible start reading what he's done to heal people how he's forgiven people the way like the his character yeah because i feel like that's when you really like come to jesus like oh are you just coming to me when you're asking for something no no i want to genuinely I want like, to know, know you, you are. yeah i want to be close to you because that's when i feel most fulfilled i think that's where we as christians also need to do better with less emphasis on religion because when we know jesus that's when that's when we're less likely to sin yeah um that's what i was saying it will show in your yeah it will show in your works yep if okay you let's jesus. shut up yeah thank <laughs> you, guys you guys so much so for listening much. to this episode we have our instagram at the silver lining with mk you know the drill we post our um episode topics before they come out most sometimes <laughs> we post polls things that you'd like to see um just inside access kind of that you wouldn't see if you just listened to the podcast so i really encourage you to follow our instagram on our youtube at the silver lining with m and k all of our episodes are also published on youtube so if you have any issues whatsoever with, with the your listening platform we're on over 25 so try a new one try a new one but i listen on google but youtube is just another <laughs> youtube is just another one um that you can listen to because that is now available we also have at the silver lining with mk tiktok if you want to see us atv writing and our day in the life before we record that is on our tiktok so i really recommend going to check that yes, out we're definitely more active on our tiktok and we have things so go follow us go like yeah. the videos every last one of them thank you we have our um also youtube shorts and stuff if you like that kind of thing we yeah. have that up there as well um rate us five stars if you don't you're weird um review us something really good if you don't you're also weird should thank we you do guys like, should we like rate, rate 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 five stars if you love jesus if you don't you're uh, <laughs> you see those things like repost if you love jesus he's yeah. watching yeah or like repost if you love your mom if you don't like uh she's gonna die yeah. you know it's like terrible it's okay terrifying. we're not gonna do that to you guys yeah. just rate it five stars yeah and comment down below how much you love me thank you okay kisses or just say that you like let, you know what let's start a petition to get mia kicked off the podcast like just what? mute her voice every time you hear it and just say that you want a podcast with just me and then we'll do it thanks guys god doesn't like ugly Oh, goodbye, guys. Bye. <laughs>